0: The Sting of the Dark Tower, by Peter Grunbaum, inspired by a story that was probably written by C.S. Lewis.
1: When the writer C.S. Lewis died, his family began to burn all of the writing he left behind. Fortunately, several boxes were rescued, and in them was an unfinished novel about a dystopian society in a parallel universe. Because he never finished the story, no one would ever know what happened in the strange world he described. No one would know until now. The sort of
2: time travel you read about in books, time travel of the body, is absolutely impossible.
3: I myself have traveled into the future. we have seen this many times. The first man is doing some kind
1: of ritual. We need
0: to switch them back before this one grows a stinger. What
1: we can see in these images frightens me. I shudder to think about it.
0: Episode 2, Resurrected.
4: You're
5: five minutes late, Eleanor. Good afternoon, Juniper. Traffic was bad.
4: Whatever. Come in. Listen, I did some reading on the internet about the Dark Tower last night. And it turns out that after his death, C.S. Lewis' family created a bonfire and started burning all the writing he left behind.
5: May I sit down?
4: Yeah, sit down. Anyway, this guy who used to be a secretary managed to save the last set of boxes, and in there he found the Dark Tower story handwritten on lined paper ending in mid-sentence. I
5: know. It's in the book's introduction.
4: Well, I'll bet you didn't know this. There's a famous C.S. Lewis scholar who thinks it's a forgery. And some people did a computational analysis of the words in the story and compared them to the Space Trilogy, and they didn't match.
5: Really? I did not know that. But if C.S. Lewis didn't write it, then who did? Was it fan fiction?
4: Well, I think the scholar was wrong. I think he wrote it. It's both creepy and judgmental.
5: You know what else it says in the book's introduction? The publisher speculates that Camilla, you know, the awful modern fiancé, had her mind switch with her other time version when she was a girl.
4: Wait, he thinks the modern fiancé is from other
5: time? Exactly. Which means the version of Camilla that Scudamore meets in other time is actually the real one. And Scudamore would get to marry her in the end. Did you notice how nice she was? Ugh,
4: the other time Camilla's a total helpless wimp. Give C.S. Lewis more credit than that.
5: No, not many people would consider C.S. Lewis a feminist.
4: But this novel could have changed him. Writing this could have made him realize that sometimes what you need more than anything is a modern woman.
5: Ah, to be 15 and idealistic again. And what exactly would this modern Camilla do?
4: I don't know, but I do know this... They would have forgotten to pick her up at the train station that night, and she would have
5: been pissed. So she, what, gets a taxi and finds them? Yeah, at Orpheus place. What kind of food do you think C.S. Lewis would have picked up? Let's see. It would be 1940s England, Lewis is a bachelor,
4: fish, fish and, and chips. chips. Of course. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I'll tell you what happens next. It's so tasty, it blows away the mind of the other time Scudamore. But C.S. Lewis-
3: Extraordinary! In this time, you wrap your food up in pages from an enormous book. It's called newspaper. Careful, it's very hot. Mm. This
1: is delicious. Never had
3: such fine fish in all my life.
1: Let me ask you something, Scudamore. Are you the person who we saw in the chronoscope? Full beard and stinger on your forehead? Correct. I must have switched minds with your
3: version of me. Lewis, don't confuse him. He's had a nasty shock. He's disoriented. That is also correct, Orpheu. I am disoriented. But you can hardly blame me. You live in an amazing time, and it'll take a while to get used to all of your wonders. Are we your past or your future? Neither. We call it other time. Lewis, we need to get this man to a doctor. Playing along with his delusions is not helping him. I've never felt better in all my life.
1: Scudamore, can you prove you're from, what did you call it,
3: other time? Fix your chronoscope, and you can see your own Scudamore. He'll be quite recognizable by the way he acts. Ah, but if
2: you're from this other time, how would you know about our chronoscope and that it was broken?
3: Because I caught a glimpse of it before I left your laboratory. It looks just like one of ours, except for the electrical parts on yours were
1: smoking. I can see that proof is going to be tricky. Why don't you tell us more about where you come from? Why do you sting people? It makes them happy. Really? Because what I noticed is that you sneak up on your victims from behind. I didn't say they wanted to be stung. Look, when we
3: capture savages and bring them to the Tower, they have no desire to be part of the greater society. If we compel them to play their part, they become unhappy and they try to hurt themselves and others. But some of us become lords and are blessed with growing a stinger. And that stinger brings happiness. Once they're happy, they don't mind being part of the greater society.
1: And just what is this greater society? You don't know. (laughs) Ah, that explains...
0: Oh, here. Are you in there? Oh, no.
2: It's Camilla. We completely forgot that she was arriving tonight. Off you! Uh, uh, One moment! Camilla, so good to see you again.
0: Have you seen Michael? Uh, Perhaps we can discuss this out in the hallway. He's here, isn't he? Ah, there he is. Michael, what the hell?
1: Language, miss. Did
0: you just forget about me? I waited an hour at the train station, then I took a cab to your place, and then here, and I find you eating fish and chips and licking your fingers.
3: Excuse me, do I know you? What? Oh, wait, you're
1: that girl. The one right before or few. perhaps you could take Camilla out to someplace nice, get her something to eat, and explain what's happening.
2: Uh, I think you would be better suited to the task, Lewis.
1: I haven't even met the
2: girl. Camilla Benbridge, this is Clive Staples Lewis. He's a well-known orator. I
0: know who C.S. Lewis is. Now, can I speak to my fiancé, please?
1: You mean I'm engaged to this person.
0: Okay, what's wrong here?
1: Orphew will explain. Go with him. I can take you to the faculty club. They
2: have excellent food there. You'll probably enjoy the present.
3: That was delicious. Good thing there's more. Uh, But that's Orpheu's. You heard him. He's taking the girl for dinner. He's not eating it. Very well. Take it. Don't mind if I do. This is going to be harder than I thought.
0: I don't see how we can do it.
3: Don't give up. I'll get you out of here somehow.
0: You saw them, even in the middle of the night. There were thirty guards to stop anyone from leaving.
3: Yes, I know. There's got to be a way. I think, I think the key is the chronoscope. The what? The device that lets you see into other time. Orpheus said there was a broken one in here. We just, we just have to find it.
0: Could it be under that
3: sheet in the corner? Let's take a look. Yes! It's, it's very similar to ours, but the, the Transformer's a mess.
0: Can you fix it?
3: I'll see what I can do.
0: We're back! All right, Michael, let's have a look at you.
3: Feast your eyes.
0: You know, the obvious explanation is that you struck your head, and now your mind is out of whack. In fact, I can see a bright red bump on your forehead. it's going to become a hell of a bruise. But I can just tell. I don't know how, but I can just tell... It's not you.
2: Well, Louis, you now have an ally in your insanity. I hope you're- uh, Louis.
3: what's wrong? You're as white as a sheet.
1: The electric shock knocked Scudamore backwards. He fell and hit the back of his head.
3: You're quite right, Professor Lewis. I only hit the back of my head. And now I've got a red bump growing on my forehead. What could it possibly be?
0: We need to switch them back, as soon as possible, before this one grows a stinger. The first step is to rebuild the chronoscope. Can you do that, Dr. Orpheu?
3: <sighs> My eyesight is not good enough. I need Scudamore to do the work. <laughs> well, don't look at me. Your Scudamore was an engineer. I'm a lord.
1: I know nothing about how to fix that machine. That leaves you, Louis. Me? I'm an academic. I've never been any good with my hands.
0: That explains why you're still a bachelor.
5: Very well, hi- Wait, 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 Juniper. There's no way C.S. Lewis would have written that.
0: Eleanor, I'm telling you, writing this book
5: opened up his mind. To innuendo? Will
0: you be quiet so I can go on? Okay, okay. Go on. Very well. I'll be your eyes and hands, Dr. Orfeu.
5: What, you, Camilla?
0: I've taken about auto engines and put them back together. It can't be that much harder. Oh, but I'm exhausted now. Can I get Michael's key and collapse on his bed and we can work on it in the morning? Of course. Scudamore
1: can stay here. I'd better stay as well.
0: Just be careful, okay? Is it fixed?
3: I think so. It's a little hard to tell. They don't have electricity running through the walls like we do. Whatever battery-powered it isn't here.
0: So what will you do?
3: Venture out and try to find one. Do you want to come with me or, or stay here?
0: I'm scared to go.
3: Stay here, then. But now that I think of it, let me unfasten something and bring it with me.
0: What is that?
3: It's the lens made of Substance Z. I suspect that our chronoscope was always looking toward it. If I take it with me, maybe my friends can see me as I move around the tower. It'll make me feel a little less alone.
0: Be careful, Michael.
3: I will, Camilla. I promise. Is fascinating watching you work on the chronoscope. Is it? Yes, it's rather like watching a screwdriver being used like a hammer.
0: You're just trying to get me riled up so I won't fix this thing. Frankly,
3: I don't care if you fix it or not. I might find it amusing to watch your fiancé fumble around in the tower, but it won't change anything.
0: Don't you want to go home?
3: No. I like it here. Besides, there's work to be done.
0: What work?
3: for the greater society.
0: Which is? I
3: find it amusing that the greater society lives here, but no one's aware of it. Look at it this way. Each of the cells in our body is so complex, it could be its own organism. But all the cells work together to serve a higher organism, the human being. Similarly, all human beings work together to serve a higher organism which is the greater society, a being whose intelligence is as far above ours as our intelligence is above that of a single-celled organism.
0: I see. And let me guess. Certain human beings are meant to do different things. Women have different roles than men, for example.
3: Exactly. Just like liver cells have different roles than muscle cells.
0: And you, of course, must be one of the greater society's brain cells. Yes,
2: actually. Now, Miss Pembridge, how do we fail?
0: Oh, I wound the new coil, but I can't get it to fit. No, mm, let me
2: check. Ah, you need to thread the wire through here first. Then it will fit snugly.
0: You can tell that just by touch?
2: I designed this in my head. I know it by heart. Good morning, everyone. Lewis,
1: where on earth have you been? You said you'd be here an hour ago. I was on my way, but then I had to borrow these. Do you have a table long enough to spread them out?
0: That one's empty. What are they? Blueprints?
1: Yes, but not just any blueprints. Blueprints of the Dark Tower. What? When I first saw the tower, I knew it looked familiar. It's simply out of context. This morning it hit me. It's the Cambridge Library Tower. You've lost your mind, Lewis. What do you say, Scudamore? That's it, all right. My chamber would be about there. But this information is useless to you. This proves, does it not, that what we saw through the chronoscope is the future. The tower must have survived, even if everything around it did not. As I explained earlier, it's neither past nor
3: future. It's other time. Same people, language, and buildings can be in both. Although, obviously, they're not exactly the same. Even this building has some differences. It's it's missing the council room up there, and and there's a dumb waiter here for bringing up food and connections to the tunnels down here.
0: Tunnels?
3: There are a few tunnels under the city of Cambridge, but they don't connect up to the library. Well, in my time, they do. So, is the chronoscope working?
0: Close. I just need that fuse. Uh, I have it here. Just attach it
2: between the power line and the coil. Do you know how to use a crimper?
0: You showed me earlier, remember?
2: Very good. Let's fire it up. Draw the curtains, will you, Lewis? Of course.
0: It does look like the library tower. Increase the
2: frequency, slowly. That'll move us closer. 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 A little more should take us through the wall.
1: There. This is not the same room. It's the council room. I can't quite make it out. There's a group of about a dozen men with stingers. They're standing in a semi-circle. There's a number of guards on the other side of the room. And in the middle there's a... uh... Me. Apparently Lord Scudamore is on trial. On trial
3: by whom? Council of Lords. Perhaps the Overlord will weigh in. Which one is the Overlord? Oh, we never see. We just hear his voice piped in. Oh, and look, someone new is being dragged in.
0: That's me, isn't it?
3: Yes. If we could
0: only hear what they were saying. The lens. Have you noticed that it vibrates? What? Camilla, what are you doing? It's the lens. Every time someone speaks, it vibrates. I think it picks up sound as well as light.
1: Camilla, touching the lens is how Scudamore had his accident. Get your hands out of
0: there. All right, all right. But listen, if the lens is picking up sound, all we need to do is to amplify it to hear what's going on.
2: Yes, but the amplification device could take weeks to build.
0: Why would you build it? There are devices like that in half the houses in England. They're called phonographs. Just dismantle one and put the tuning arm so that the needle rests on the lens. You
1: can't just use a record player to listen to another time and place. Can you, feel? Let me feel the vibrations.
0: Give me your hand. Careful. There. Do you feel it?
1: You're
2: correct, Miss Benbridge. If you mounted the tuning arm rigidly, a photograph needle should be able to amplify the sound so we could hear it.
0: I believe you owe me an apology, Professor Lewis.
1: I... I apologize, Miss Benbridge. I'm not accustomed to the fair sex knowing about these things.
0: Women know more about vibration and machines than you can possibly imagine, Professor Lewis?
5: They do, if you say so. Oh, come on, Juniper. What? I don't care how enlightened C.S. Lewis became, he would never write about that.
4: You know why you like C.S. Lewis so much, Eleanor? You and he are both humongous prudes. I am not. Yes, you are. You can't even say the word vibrator. Is that why you had to quit being a doctor? Prudishness? That's not funny, Juniper. What did they do? Ask you to deliver a baby? Or worse, have you examine a male patient? Oh, no, no, no. Wait, I have it. They wanted you to prescribe birth control to an unmarried woman.
5: I killed someone, okay? You killed someone. She was so cool, Juniper. She wasn't afraid of death at all, but she hadn't done the paperwork right, so when the procedure went badly, they had to keep her alive, even though there was nothing left of her. It wasn't what she wanted. So you pulled the plug? Yes. Of course, they track everything these days. It was easy to trace it to me. The hospital was willing to cover it up if I agreed to leave medicine. So I left. Huh?
4: So tell me, would C.S. Lewis have approved what you did with that woman?
5: Many devout Christians would say no, that life is a sacred gift no matter what. But I think he would have. I think, like me, he believed that we have a limited time on earth for a reason and God would not want us to suffer unnecessarily. So can I go on now? Yes. Go on.
6: The Sting of the Dark Tower was written, directed, and produced by Peter Groenbaum. It featured Walker Kaplan as Juniper, Carol Sage Silverstein as Eleanor, John Ruoff as Professor Orifu, Will Rose as C.S. Lewis, Bill Johns as Michael Scudamore, and Alice Bridgeforth as Camilla Benbridge. The Sting of the Dark Tower was recorded at the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle. Steve Dottori and Doug Hare were the recording engineers. All music was written by Leon Gruenbaum and performed by the Firebird Saxophone Ensemble and Jeans and Machines. To hear more music by Jeans & Machines, go to their website at jeansandmachines.com.
0: The Sting of the Dark Tower, by Peter Grunbaum, inspired by a story that was probably written by C.S. Lewis.
1: When the writer C.S. Lewis died, his family began to burn all of the writing he left behind. Fortunately, several boxes were rescued, and in them was an unfinished novel about a dystopian society in a parallel universe. Because he never finished the story, no one would ever know what happened in the strange world he described. No one would know until now.
2: The sort of time travel you read about in books, time travel of the body, is
3: absolutely impossible. I myself have traveled into the future. we have seen this many times. The first man
1: is doing some kind of ritual. We need to switch them
0: back before this one grows a stinger. What
1: we can see in these images frightens me. I shudder to think about it.
4: Episode three, completed. So tell me, would C.S. Lewis have approved what you did with that woman?
5: Many devout Christians would say no, that life is a sacred gift no matter what. But I think he would have. I think like me, he believed that we have a limited time on earth for a reason and God would not want us to suffer unnecessarily. So can I go on now? Yes. Go on.
1: They do? if you say
3: so. What's happening now? Looks like they're reading the verdict. I can't imagine it's good.
0: eyes lies around the council? No one's paying any attention to me. If I could just create some kind of a diversion, I might be able to get Michael out of there.
1: I think you're expecting too much of the girl.
0: There are torches on the back wall and curtains of the windows. It wouldn't be hard to start a fire and fill the room with smoke.
1: I'm afraid she looks far too terrified to do anything like that.
0: Sophia said that current went through the lens and then through his body. Pardon me? It's just a thumb screw holding the wire to the lens.
2: Camilla, no! Lewis, pull her back from the machine! No!
0: Stay back!
7: Stay- Ah!
1: Steady now, Camilla. I've got you. Where am I? Well, if you're who I think you are, that requires a bit of an explanation.
0: What is this place? Where am I?
3: You're in other time, my dear. First thing we should do is get you some fish and chips. They're delicious. You'll never want to go back.
0: Camilla! Wait! Slow down! We don't have much time. We have to get to the bottom of the tower before they notice you're missing. Did you set that fire? Of course! Who else?
3: Tell me are you, are you mine, Camilla?
0: I think by now you'd realize that I'm no one's Camilla but my own. Just just hold on, hold on. Stop.
3: Just one second. Stop. Look, I have something important to ask you. Yes? What? Mets or Yankees? Mets, of course. Camilla, what the hell are you thinking coming here when you were in Cambridge? At least one of us was safe.
0: Come on, let's go. You can thank me later for saving your life.
3: So now you've got a chronoscope with a burnt-out electrical system again, huh? No, no.
2: I had Camilla put a fuse in this time. I'm just waiting for Lewis to return with a new fuse to replace it. Clever. The best news is that it looks like we may have a way to get you home. We seem to have a reproducible way of swapping minds between our time and yours. I see.
3: And when do you expect to have that working?
2: As soon as we have the fuse.
1: Ah, there he is! This is it, right?
2: Well done, Lewis. Now, use the wire cutters and cut out the old fuse.
1: Who, me? There's no one else to do it, Clive. Ah, yes, I see. Well, show me where to cut. Here.
2: And here. Now slide the wire into one of these and use this tool to crimp it. Like this? Yes, same procedure here. Very good, Louis. Who knew that a professor of literature could actually do something useful? <laughs> yes,
1: well, you. What is it? Scudamore and Camilla from other time, they're gone.
3: We can't leave the tower by the entrance, you know. It's heavily guarded.
0: We're not going to the entrance. We're going to the basement. It's connected to tunnels under Cambridge. How do you know that? The other version of you told me. Okay, slow down. I think we're near the bottom. There are two guards by that door. I bet that's it. I'll go and talk to them. No!
3: Look, hide behind these crates. I'll get rid of them. You two! All guards needed upstairs. The council room is on fire. Not a word from you! If the council dies in the blaze, I can assure you who will be blamed. Now get moving!
0: Beautiful, Michael. I didn't know you had it in you.
3: Neither did I.
7: Come on!
1: Terrible Lewis. Look, I never claim to be good at
2: carpentry. Lord have mercy. Even with my eyesight, I can tell that's not straight. I'll ask you not to take the Lord's name in vain. (sighs) Sorry, old boy. It's just that we've been at this for two hours. Scudamore
1: could have put this together in ten minutes. Well, we don't have Scudamore. We don't have either version, in fact. We should be out there looking for him, not in here playing with tinker toys. We spent all afternoon looking for them. The other time, Scudamore does not want to be found. Yes, and it's pretty clear why not. Once his stinger has grown out, he plans to build his greater society here. All the more reason to get the chronoscope working with sound. We need as much information as we can.
2: Try it once more. Much better. Now, screw this in while I hold the phonograph arm steady. Well done. Let's try it.
1: Is that Scudamore? Yes. Where is he? Hard to tell, but I think he's outside. Oh, thank God. He got out. And Camilla? I don't see her. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. I fear... No, wait. Here she comes. Darling, I was so worried. I can hear them. It works. By God, it works.
7: It took me a while to find some fighters. Everyone's so suspicious. But you
0: convinced
2: them? Yes. They're gathering a group to go into the tunnel. Who are these fighters and what tunnel is she talking about?
1: I don't know, but I would hope that there are people fighting to bring down the tower's overlord. As for the tunnel, they must mean the ones under Cambridge. We have to hurry. They're going in now. Here, put this on. What is it? It's a headband. A lot of the fighters wear them. It'll cover your sticker. If we leave now, we should be able to follow them back into the tower. Let's go. I, I don't understand. What's, what's happening? I believe that Camilla showed the fighters that they could invade the tower through the tunnel. Now she and Scudamore are following them back inside. Why, for God's sakes? They must believe that there's something there that can bring them back home. Do you have a plan once we get inside?
0: The Overlord has a working chronoscope. We just need to find out where he is. Well, that's obvious, isn't it? It's got to be on the top floor. What is it?
7: It's gonna be over the Overlord. This looks like the top.
3: It's just a plain door. Could that really be the Overlord's?
0: One way to find out, on three, I'll turn the knob, and you kick in the door. Got it. One, two, three!
1: Come in, you two. What on earth took you so long? Professor Lewis?
0: Professor Lewis with a gun pointed at us.
1: Just the fact that you recognize the object in my hand speaks volumes.
0: You're the overlord, then.
1: Of course. Apparently, in your time, I am merely a professor. A really famous professor, though. Oh, really? Yeah, you wrote a very popular series of children's books. I must be very proud. Come inside. Sit down. There's something you need to tell me.
0: What do you want to know?
1: How did you switch minds to come here from other time? I have a feeling you won't be using that knowledge to send us home.
0: More likely you'll want to send more of your people over to create the greater society in our time.
1: Create the greater society? Listen, I have a much more sophisticated chronoscope than you have. I've observed your time in detail, and I've learned a great deal. How to make guns, for instance. One thing I can tell you with total certainty is that the greater society is alive and well in your time. You're wrong. It's not like here at all. Not yet. But consider this. The greater society works by assigning people roles so that each human can contribute to the higher organism. Here's a simple checklist to see if the greater society exists. Are men and women expected to have different roles in your time?
0: Yes, of course.
1: Check. How about people with light skin and people with dark skin? Different roles expected? Check. Families with lots of wealth and families with little wealth? Check. The greater society is controlling your lives whether you know it or not. But it all goes so much smoother if you consciously serve it.
0: Just how many guns do you have?
1: Enough to easily turn the tide on this war against the savages. The chemicals needed for gunpowder have been the trickiest part. We expect a shipment any day now. But let's get back to the question at hand. How did you switch your minds? Let me ask you something, overlord. Do you know about the bubonic plague? What does that have to do with anything? The
0: disease was carried by fleas which were riding on rats. Three species were involved. Extremely sophisticated behavior for a
2: single-celled organism. Killed about in half of Europe at the time. What is she doing?
1: She's stood up and she's coming closer to the overlord. I think she's trying to distract him to get the gun away from him.
0: Smallpox wiped out all of the great civilizations that were living in the Americas before the Europeans came. And the most dangerous animal in our time is what? The mosquito. Because it carries the disease malaria. Plague, smallpox, malaria. Organisms with no brains doing sophisticated things. Bringing us high and mighty humans to our knees.
1: Is there a point to all of this?
0: The greater society exhibits sophisticated behavior and exerts tremendous power over humans. But does it think? You say you serve a higher intelligence. I say you're fooling yourself. What you serve is a disease.
7: i to shoot you where you stand. Just
0: try it. Is he... Yes, she's trying to get the
1: gun. <sighs> Dear oh, God. Me? It's okay off you, it discharged into the floor. She has the gun now. Double chamber. Looks like there's one
0: more shot in this thing. Stay right there, Overlord. Michael, shut down the stairwell and see if you can get them to come up. Get who to come up? So the Overlord doesn't see everything after all. You're in for a surprise. We have the Overlord, top floor, come quickly.
7: Man. Camilla, I see the chronoscope. It's in the back
3: room. Let's go. The will take care of the Lock the door.
0: We have to act fast. The fighters won't know we're on their side if they find us.
3: I'm turning it on. But this looks nothing like our chronoscope. There's, there's no lens, only an array of mirrors.
0: We need to think of something fast.
3: I'm thinking. I am thinking of course! I, I have the lens from the other chronoscope. I've been carrying it with me. There's another chronoscope? Will the lens fit this one? It doesn't have to. We just need the current running through it. Put one hand on that metal table to ground yourself, and hold my hand with the other. I'll touch the lens to the high-voltage wire.
0: But they're breaking in! What are you waiting for?
3: I have something to ask
0: you. What? Canilla, will you marry me? Didn't I ask you that already? Yes, of course! Now touch the goddamn lens to the goddamn wire and get us out of here!
3: All right. Hold tight. This is gonna hurt.
2: There they are! Then we saw
1: a huge spark, and then the door broke down. You two were lying on the floor. The fighters picked up Scudamore and dragged him away. Then they picked up Camilla, and she rode out on their shoulders like a hero. We couldn't tell if you had made it back or not. So imagine our delight when we got a phone call from you inviting us to supper here. From what I can tell, the other time Scudamore was going for world domination,
3: but only got as far as renting a hotel room with Camilla.
0: Poor girl. Hopefully she'll be treated better now. Well, at least Michael and I got to make use of the hotel room.
1: Gentlemen and lady, I have a toast to make. Let's hear it, Professor Lewis. To modern women. To To modern modern women. women. What would we do without them?
5: (laughs) The End Juniper that's extraordinary. Thanks. No I mean it. You came up with that whole thing on the spot and in less than 24 hours after hearing the first part. You have a gift. I suppose I do. Does anybody know about what you can do?
4: When I was little I would try to tell people stories but no one really listened so I
5: stopped. We need to talk about this drug. Do
4: we have to talk about it now? Yes we do. I don't see what there is to talk about when the time comes, give me the shot. The
5: time was over an hour ago. You've been doing very creative procrastination. It's not... Look,
4: there's nothing to say about it. I just want to have a chance at being normal. And what does normal mean? You know, normal, friends, people who like you. I like you. I'm not talking about you.
5: So who are you talking about?
4: You don't get it, do you? I want to be the kind of girl who fits in who might even have a boyfriend. Do you think a boy has even talked to me in the last five years? That's not
5: a good reason to take a drug. I didn't have a boyfriend until I was in my twenties. You know what? That doesn't surprise me at all. Okay, fine. Let me get the syringe set up. God only knows what this will do to your storytelling abilities. Wait, what? This is a brand new drug, Juniper. You think they've done control studies on how well people come up with stories?
4: But any side effects will be temporary, right?
5: I can always stop. Let me explain something to you. Doctors understand only a tiny fraction of how the brain works. Nobody truly knows what these drugs do.
4: Maybe we should wait. No, no.
5: You want to be normal. You want to fit into society. Wait, Eleanor. No. No, ow! There. Now, how do you feel? I feel like someone
4: put a needle into my arm and then pulled it out without depressing the syringe. Oh, did
5: I forget to depress the syringe? Let me do that now.
4: Now we have to clean that off the floor. You're right.
5: Well, next time, I'll do it over the bathroom sink. You're not ever going
4: to give me the drug, are you? You
5: have a gift, Juniper. I can't let you risk losing it. Is this what you think C.S. Lewis would do? Oh, screw C.S. Lewis. Eleanor! I mean, who cares what he would do? You know, if you want to read some old science fiction, you could do way better than him. John Wyndham wrote some great stuff in the 50s, and James Tiptree was actually a woman writing under a male name in the 1970s. Oh, wait. Her stuff is pretty inappropriate for a 15-year-old.
4: Inappropriate how? Never mind.
5: Forget I mentioned it.
4: Tip tree you say
5: Seriously juniper she's she's pretty disturbed
4: Let me look her
5: up and see what she's done Forget tip tree There's Ursula Le Guin there's Margaret Atwood uh, stay away from books like Oryx and Crake Sure how do you spell that I'll come up with a
7: list for you <laughs>
6: The Sting of the Dark Tower was written, directed, and produced by Peter Groenbaum. It featured Walker Kaplan as Juniper, Carol Sage Silverstein as Eleanor, John Ruoff as Professor Orifu, Will Rose as C.S. Lewis, Bill Johns as Michael Scudamore, and Alice Bridgeforth as Camilla Benbridge. The Sting of the Dark Tower was recorded at the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle. Steve Dottori and Doug Hare were the recording engineers. All music was written by Leon Grunbaum and performed by the Firebird Saxophone Ensemble and Jeans and Machines. To hear more music by Jeans and Machines, go to their website at jeansandmachines.com.
0: Sting of the Dark Tower by Peter Grunbaum, inspired by a story that was probably written by C.S. Lewis.
1: When the writer C.S. Lewis died, his family began to burn all of the writing he left behind. Fortunately, several boxes were rescued, and in them was an unfinished novel about a dystopian society in a parallel universe. Because he never finished the story, no one would ever know what happened in the strange world he described. No one would know until now.
2: The sort of time travel you read about in books, time travel of the
3: body, is absolutely impossible. I
1: myself have traveled into the
3: future. We've seen this many times. The first man is doing some kind of ritual. We need to switch them
0: back before this one grows a stinger. What
1: we can see in these images frightens me. I shudder to think about it.
0: Episode 1. Abandoned.
5: Oh, great. They gave you a key. Well, I wouldn't have had to use it if you had answered the doorbell or picked up the phone or read my texts or responded to my knocking. So, I'm Eleanor. I know. And you're Juniper, right? I just want to be sure I'm in the right house. Key worked, didn't it? I like your couch. May I sit down? I know this is awkward. You know, most 15-year-olds don't need a nanny. You're not like most 15-year-olds, are you? So I hear you like C.S. Lewis. I'm reading everything he wrote, if that's what you mean. That's one of the things that excited me most about this job. The Narnia books were my favorite when I was little.
4: You know what I can't stand? When people think they know C.S.
5: Lewis when all they've read are his children's books. I've also read the Space Trilogy and the Screwtape Letters. Does that satisfy you, June? My name is Juniper. Wow. And I've also read... Hold on. It's in my bag somewhere. This. What's that? The Dark Tower and Other Stories by C.S. Lewis. It was published after his death. Hardly anyone has heard of it. Let me see it. No. Why not? Well, for one thing, if you want something, you should ask nicely for it. Didn't my parents explain
4: this to you? I don't do nice. They
5: did explain it, but I want to make up my own mind on the subject.
4: Fine. May I please have a look at it? No. What is it you want me
5: to say? There's nothing I want you to say. I just have an idea. I think I should read it to you.
4: What am I, five years old?
5: You know, before there was television, people read stories to each other. They listen while posing for paintings or working in a factory or just for fun in the evenings. It's what C.S. Lewis would have experienced at your age. Fine. Go ahead. Read. Turn off the music, please. Thank you. But before I start, uh, there's something you should know. If you're
4: going to read, read.
5: All right, then. The Dark Tower by C.S. Lewis. Of course, said Orphew. The sort of time travel you read about in books, time travel of the body, is absolutely impossible. Time travel of the body? As opposed to what? Time travel of the soul? If I'm going to do this, I insist on no interruptions. Is that understood? Just read, okay? Of course, said Orphew. The The sort sort of of time time travel travel
2: you read about in books, time travel of the body,
1: is absolutely impossible. (laughs) You haven't changed a bit, Orphew. I'm so delighted to finally get an invitation to your Cambridge lab. Well then, enlighten me. Is there another kind of time travel that does not involve the body? I'll explain in a moment, my dear Lewis.
2: But consider, if I sent you 100 years into the future, what would happen to the material that existed where you appeared? Even if there were just air in that space, those molecules of air would be distributed in the space between your own molecules and kill you instantly. I see your point, Professor. You cannot send a man through
1: time any more than you can instantly send him through space. It's simply impossible. Now, I must correct you on that point. I myself have traveled into the future. Oh, in your imagination, perhaps? Not at all, Orfeo. I mean it quite literally. I regularly travel into the future at a remarkable speed of 60 minutes per hour.
3: Ah, 60 minutes per hour. That's very good. Oh,
1: Scudamore, I didn't see you. Come in. I heard you
2: had a guest, so I was just rounding up some tea. Scudamore, let me introduce you to Professor C.S. Lewis. Lewis, this is my assistant, Michael Scudamore. An honor
3: to meet you, sir.
2: Scudamore's come all the way from Columbia University in New York, Lewis. And listen to this. He knows the entire periodic table of the elements by heart. Impressive. And yet, he can't seem to remember that I take
3: sugar with my tea. Ah, uh, it's... it's right there, sir. Uh, it is? Right there by the cream.
2: Uh,
3: this? Uh, no, th- that's the cream. It's right next to it.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Now, Ophiel, what's this about another form of time travel? Yes, of course.
2: As I was saying, you cannot instantaneously transport something through space or time. But even though you can't move something instantly through space, you can use a device to make it instantly appear closer than it actually is. You mean
1: a telescope?
2: Precisely. Now, do you recall the paper I published on the substance used in human memory?
1: Yes, yes, you sent me a reprint. It had a very long name, starting with zinc, I recall. That's right, Professor Lewis. Around here, we call it substance Z. I discovered that substance Z
3: could be
2: synthesized into crystals about the size of a shilling. In this form, it is translucent. Yet, if you run an electric current through it, it becomes quite transparent, except that light that passes through it becomes modified. Modified. How? Scudamore polished one of the crystals into a lens so that the light formed an image. It was an image of a
1: room, but not the room we were in. You're beginning to lose me, Orpheu. What does this have to do with time travel? The brain uses
2: substance Z to see what's happened in the past. We've used it to build what I call a chronoscope. It does to time what a telescope does to
1: space. That's quite a claim, of you. May I see this chronoscope? But of course! It's right on that table over there. Scudamore, will you do
3: the honors? Certainly, sir. Let me show you how it works. There's a light bulb, here, which sends light through the lens made from substance Z, here. Alternating current runs through the lens from here to here. The image from the lens is projected onto that screen on the wall and this fan keeps everything cool so the lens won't
1: overheat and shatter. You can see into the past with this. Perhaps the past, or perhaps the future. The future? Don't be absurd. Next you'll be telling me you've seen who wins the boat race tomorrow. Cambridge will leave Oxford in
2: the dust. <laughs> but I don't need a chronoscope to tell me that! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess I walked into that yes,
2: one. only an Oxford man could. But
1: seriously, Ophio, you know this is impossible. What happens if I see myself in a blue tie tomorrow and then I choose to wear a red one instead? We can't use it to see tomorrow. I
2: suspect we are looking at several thousand years into the future, or possibly the past.
1: There's no way to know. Will you turn it on for me? Um, Well, well, you you see, sir, uh, Is there a problem? um,
3: I'm afraid the shape of my lens is not that precise. The images are quite blurry. The astronomy department is making a better one. It was supposed to be ready in time for your visit, but it won't be ready until tomorrow.
1: Turn it on, gentlemen. Dr. Orphew? Yes, turn it on, Scudamore. Otherwise,
3: you will think we are charlatans. So, we start with the fan. Add electricity through the lens, and finally add the light.
2: I see something. Draw the curtains, Scudamore.
1: Ah, yes. It's a room. And that's a man over there, I think?
3: Yes. And another one seated in the shadows. If you say so. We've seen this many times. The first man is doing some kind of ritual. He kneels and prostrates himself before... uh, something. We can't tell what. And then, watch. See? The man from the shadows comes up from behind.
1: The first man seems unaware.
3: Yes, and when he starts to stand up, the second man grabs him from behind. What in
1: heaven's name? It's very difficult to tell what's happening. I swear, he touched his forehead to the back of the first man's neck, and the man fainted. He'll recover in a moment.
3: There, see? Uh, And now, uh, is he leaving? Yes, and in a few minutes, there'll be another one, and on and on. You can
2: turn the machine off now, Scudamore.
1: I say, Orphiou, this wouldn't be an elaborate prank on an Oxford man, would it?
2: My dear Lewis, I sometimes wish it were. What we can see in these images frightens me. That's why I asked you to witness it. We need to understand what we have here, and your imaginative and open mind is the only one I trust. Until we have a better understanding, we mustn't tell anyone about it. Can you imagine what the newspapers would
1: say? I shudder to think about it. Orfeo, I must return to Oxford now and give all of this some thought. May I come back tomorrow?
2: Absolutely. Scudamore,
1: please see Professor Lewis out. Of course, sir. Tell me, how is Orfeo doing?
3: I take it you noticed, then. Noticed? His eyesight. His mind is as sharp as ever, but his vision grows worse every day. Is there anything to be done? He won't even admit it's a problem. But I have to describe everything that the chronoscope shows. Perhaps it'll be better with the new lens, but I doubt it. But to be honest, Professor Lewis, I I will find it hard to concentrate on my work tomorrow. How so? My fiance is coming tomorrow evening. She's here for the whole month. Sounds
1: wonderful, Mr Scudamore.
3: Please, call me Michael. Camilla's coming on the evening train after flying in from New York.
1: Lovely name. Where does she stay? With me, at my flat. With you? Does the girl know about this arrangement? She insisted on it. Oh, dear. It's not as if we have much money to spare for a hotel room for her. And how much is a girl's reputation worth? What will people say? Oh, Camilla doesn't think much about what other people say. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'll see you around 11 o'clock tomorrow, then. I can walk you to the station. No, no, no. I can find my way from here. Orpheu? Are you there?
2: Come in, Lewis.
1: Has Scudamore obtained the new lens yet? Right down to business, eh, Lewis?
2: He's off at the astronomy department right now. Should be back soon.
1: Ah, good. By the way, Orpheu, what do you know about his fiancée?
2: She visited last fall. Dreadful woman.
1: How so? One
2: of those modern women. I feared as much. They say that modern women want to be free to discuss all the things that their grandmothers would never say. Miss Benbridge apparently believes that that's all she should talk about. Oh, dear. Yeah. I've tried to talk sense into him, but you know how young men are.
3: Oh, back already, Scudamore. Good morning, Professor Lewis. Yes, they had it all wrapped up for me like a Christmas present. Take a look.
1: Beautiful, isn't she? Can you try it out?
3: Should be a simple swap. Out with the old and in with the new. Just reconnect the electrodes, turn it on... And, uh... I don't see anything. Neither do we, sir.
1: Let me draw the curtains.
3: I still don't see anything. Look there, it's faint, but it's some sort of dark stripe.
1: Yes. It's what? Just a vertical dark gray stripe. Very faint against the light gray background. Let me play with the electrical current through the lens. Do that some more. The stripe got bigger.
3: Like this? Yes.
1: Look, it's as if we're moving closer to the stripe. I'll keep increasing the frequency. It's not a stripe. It's a tower. A tower surrounded by a village? Closer. Closer. Soon we'll hit the wall. Keep going. We're inside. I-I-I can't quite make
3: it out. Professor Lewis, We should describe aloud what we see in the name of scientific observation.
1: Yes, yes, I see what you mean. Agreed. So,
3: it appears to be the same room we've been watching.
1: Yes, but it's much clearer. The walls are made of stone, and each stone is intricately carved. Floral patterns, battle scenes, insects... So much ornament makes the whole thing rather distasteful. And there, where the people would kneel down, There's a squat pillar with a statue on top. What kind of statue? Very odd. A number of smaller human bodies culminate in one giant head. It's quite grotesque.
3: And there is... is that another statue?
1: There? No, that's the man in the shadows.
3: He's very still. He's... uh, he's seated in a chair, dressed in an ancient style of clothes, perhaps Egyptian.
1: Assyrian, I'd say.
3: Yes, Assyrian. Hold on. L- let me bring us closer.
1: What's that on his forehead? Oh,
3: my. What? He, he has some kind of protuberance on his forehead. It, it appears to be lubricated with a viscous
1: liquid. You needn't mince words, Scudamore. He has a stinger on his head, and it's dripping with poison. A stinger? I don't see what else it could be. Me either. Look,
3: the door's opening. Is somebody coming in? Uh, Let me back us up so we can see the whole room.
1: It's an older man, also wearing Assyrian-style clothing. He's kneeling before the statue. His lips are moving, saying a prayer, I suspect. Oh, Look, now the man with the stinger
3: is getting up and coming towards him.
1: The praying man doesn't notice. He stands.
3: The other man grabs him from behind and, oh... oh. The dirty beast! What? What?
1: He stung him! Stung him in the back of the neck! The older man's fainted. Wait, wait, he's getting up. Looks like he's leaving the room. You know, he looked nervous but normal when he came in. Now he's moving like a man who's walking in his sleep. And the stinging man has gone back to
3: his chair. How old is this stinging man? Let's take a closer look at him.
1: I'd say mid to late twenties. About Scudamore's age. How old are you, Scudamore? Twenty-eight, sir. He's also about the same height and build as Scudamore. In fact, take away the beard and he looks just like him. I don't think so, sir. It's quite remarkable. The eyes, the nose. Look, the door's opening. Someone's coming in. Describe him to me. It's a woman this time. Again wearing Assyrian-style clothes. Rather pretty, wouldn't you say, Scudamore? Scudamore, what's wrong? You've gone completely pale. That's... that's Camilla. Camilla? You mean your fiance? Oh, That's quite impossible, Scudamore.
3: I'd know her anywhere. It's... Damn, she's off the edge of the screen. I'll pull us back. Hold on.
1: Now you've pulled us outside the tower.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll get us back in. Wait, one moment. Damn it, the electrode fell off the lens here. I'll reattach it. Power the machine down first. No, time for that. This will just take a second. Power it down. It's fine. I just... Ah! Scudamore, are you all right? The electrical
2: system is completely burned out. He must have had a current running from the lens through his body.
1: Scudamore, come on, man. Is he dead? No. No, I can see him breathing. Oh, thank heaven! Scudamore, can you hear me? Where am I? You'll be fine. You're in Orpheus' lab. Where am I? Calm down, Scudamore. You've had an accident.
3: Leave me alone!
1: Oh! Scudamore! Did you see that? Did you see that, Orpheus? What are you talking about? He butted me in the stomach with his head. It was like an instinct for him. As if striking a man with his forehead would incapacitate him. You're letting your imagination run wild, Clive.
2: Come on, we must find him as soon as we can. Yes. Yes, we
1: must.
7: Oh,
0: greater society, I offer myself to you. Let me be worthy to serve you, let me be... No, wait, that's not it. Let me play my small part. Camilla, Michael, is it really you? Wait,
3: stay, stay back. The closer you get, the more I, the more I want to sting you.
0: Oh, Michael, what have they done to you?
3: Is there a, a cushion in this room? There's a pillow behind you. Maybe if I stung it instead. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> there. <laughs> I feel like an idiot, but it seems to have worked. Come here, let me hold you.
0: Oh, Michael, I didn't think I'd ever see you again.
3: Camilla, you're not from here, are you?
0: Of course not. I'm from New York, like you.
3: I don't know whether to be overjoyed at seeing you or or worried sick that you're here and not home safe. How did you get here?
0: Same as you. One of the overlords' raiding armies captured me and brought me to England. What? Happened about six months after they captured you. Uh,
3: uh, well, now I'm confused. Who is it?
2: Your humble servant.
3: I should go. No, stay. I need you. Um, <clears throat> come in. Or for you? Yes, my lord. I, I. Uh, never mind. Um. What are you here for? I have news, but but for your ears only. She can stay. My lord,
2: you know what happened to the last lord who was caught with a woman in this room.
3: I'll take that chance.
2: Very well. A small group of savages mounted another attack. We beat them back, but they almost made it to the tower.
3: Where are they now?
2: They melted back into the city like they always do.
3: I see. Anything else I should know? No, my lord. Tell me, Orphew, is, is there a, a device here that can do to time what a telescope does to space? You mean a chronoscope, my lord? A chronoscope, exactly! There is the Overlord's chronoscope, of course.
2: And then there is the old, broken one in this room. Is there another
3: one you know of? N- no. Uh, never mind, Orphew, you may go. Yes, my lord. Orphew, but not Orphew, which means you're Camilla, but not Camilla.
0: What do you mean?
3: Listen, camilla i I'm not the man you once knew. There are things I should know, but i I don't.
0: I understand they've done things to you,
3: well, yes and no. I need to go out and try to learn what I can. You should be safest here, I think.
0: Don't be away long.
3: I won't. Camilla, do you know who these savages are that Orphew was talking about?
0: He must mean the people who fight against the authority of the Tower. I've heard there are groups of them who live in the city.
3: Interesting. I guess that makes me a savage, too. (laughs)
1: Scudamore! Show yourself, Scudamore! Damn it, Ophiou's gone home, and I shall too, pretty soon. Up here. Good lord! What are you doing up there? Don't you know these Cambridge rooftops are hundreds of years old? I feel at home in places. Get down this instant! You'll kill yourself! We just want to talk to you. I'm sure you do. <laughs> we can help you. You know nothing about this place. Where will you sleep? What will you eat? I have food right here. If you come down and we go to Orpheus' flat, we can eat it while it's still hot. What What shall I call you? Your counterpart called me Professor Lewis. Professor Lewis,
3: you're very persuasive. I'm on my way down. Uh
0: Oh Michael, where have you been?
3: I've been so frightened. I'm sorry, Camilla, I've I found an enormous library. It took quite a while to track down what I was looking for. But listen, I have some answers.
0: About what?
3: About where I'm from. I always thought there were just four dimensions, three in space, one in time. But it turns out there is a fifth. It's more like time than space, so they call it Other Time.
0: I'm not following you.
3: This world and my world are separated by a very small distance in Other Time. And yet we can't see or hear or touch each other. We can't tell the Other exists. Your world? Still, the two worlds must influence each other. They have the same language, the same people, the, the same landscape, sometimes even the same buildings.
0: You're not making sense, Michael.
3: Camilla, I know this is very hard to believe, but my mind is from another time. Very different from this one. We need a plan to get you free of this tower and to get me home. Tonight, let's...
5: Why'd you stop? Keep reading. That's all there is. What? C.S. Lewis abandoned the novel at this point and never came back to it. This was published after his death.
4: Why didn't you tell me? I
5: tried, but you didn't want to hear it.
4: It's about five. You should go. But we haven't talked about... What?
5: Tomorrow. When we're supposed to start. There's nothing to talk about. I need to be sure that this is what you want to do and not something your parents want you to do. It's
4: something that I want to do. And I want to know why. That's not your job. Your job is to give the injections and monitor me to make sure I have no bad reactions.
5: I can do my job better if I have some sense of who you are.
4: And do I get to know who you are? Do I get to find out why you left a residency program and now you're a nanny? It's a big fall from doctor to nanny. How did
5: you know about that?
4: It's all in public records if you look hard enough.
5: Well, that's none of your business. My
4: point exactly. Goodbye, Eleanor.
5: I see. I'll just let myself out.
6: The String of the Dark Tower was written, directed, and produced by Peter Groenbaum. It featured Walker Kaplan as Juniper, Carol Sage Silverstein as Eleanor, John Ruoff as Professor Orifu, Will Rose as C.S. Lewis, Bill Johns as Michael Scudamore, and Alice Bridgeforth as Camilla Benbridge. The Sting of the Dark Tower was recorded at the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle. Steve DeTorey and Doug Hare were the recording engineers. All music was written by Leon Gruenbaum and performed by the Firebird Saxophone Ensemble and Jeans and Machines. To hear more music by Jeans and Machines, go to their website at jeansandmachines.com.